Well, it'll just be you, me, and Nick. Spencer, you always get all the answers. I'm kind of a big deal. Let me hear the music, Colin. Take it away. It's time for the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Let's mix it up with a breakdown of some local, regional, and national sports with Spencer Dupuy, Nick Verzellini, and Colin McLaughlin. Good afternoon and welcome into this June 1st edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, Colin, and Dylan, happy to have you with us. And as of this moment, we are on TV 10. And streaming on radio or streaming our radio services online as well as on the TV10 Facebook page. Uh, but that could go down as it's gone down all day as they're up on Xfinity, Comcast, or up on uh, Eagle School Road doing some improvements. So hopefully this won't happen, uh, according to what Colin's seen. I don't know. I, all I saw was what's online saying per that source they're is close here. to the program. So. We'll see. Uh, I, I expect it, unfortunately, to go out. So those that are tuned in right now on Facebook or TV 10, if it does go out, all you have to do is turn on a radio because we will always be on radio. Stick close to your terrestrial Unless there's radio. a power You outage. say that, but we've been off the radio before. Yeah. Unless there's a power outage. Yeah. Remember when we were on the show and the power went off like this was our playoff special show that we did? Remember when I was against Bridgeport? The power line went out on the playoff football game. That was that, that game. That was Nick. the same day. Yeah, I didn't know. You're talking about the yeah. same thing. Takes too hot. Yeah, well, couldn't handle it. We watched Collins, uh, or we watched the game on Collins iPhone mm-hmm. four. This is uh, after the power four. went out. Speaking <laughs> of the power going out, very random. This is uh, Nick laughing after the power went out. Okay, this is. <laughs> That was a funny laugh, I guess. It was. All right, show brought to you in part by the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations. Robert Fields and Sons and family-owned full-service funeral home that has probably served our area since 1880. And uh, we're going to open the show today. Uh, countdown of the state tournament. Hopefully, we'll be joined at 1230 by uh, Tyler Kennett, uh, formerly of WDTV. Uh, do you know where he works now? It is the... Uh the exponent exponent telegram of yeah, clarksburg yes yes paper. he just uh, just started his job there this week but it's still in the area clarksburg close to morgantown he covered university all season long so we'll get his take on the university hawks as ahead of their matchup tomorrow in the state semifinals against uh, eagles uh, that coming up around 12:30 uh, but, guys, the state tournament begins tomorrow down in Charleston. Unfortunately, we can't broadcast Hedgesville's games due to the broadcast rights. But, uh, you know, we had head coach Eric Grove on yesterday, and they've been doing a lot to get ready for uh, the state tournament. Yeah, save travels to them as they left earlier today. I know they'll make a stop at the University of Charleston for a practice today with the game tomorrow. Lane DeLauder, we were told, is going to pitch, and that's what everybody expected. I just hope that they can go out there and compete and get a win. It's always great to see the guys from this area, no matter what team it is, compete for a state championship, and they have that opportunity now on the final four teams remaining in AAA, and we know just how tough they've been playing as of late and how good a baseball they've been playing as of late the offensive lineup has paid off and the starting pitching has been there for this eagles team to make them a really dangerous program i feel like in the state and a team that you can look at and maybe on paper and maybe we'll learn later on that maybe not the team to beat yeah yesterday we heard uh 
excuse me, we heard that uh, Coach Grove said there's going to be a couple guys that are going to you know extend their careers into college over the uh, coming weeks. Uh, one we got one got announced yesterday, and it was a big day for him as Braylon Connor was uh, picked to represent the Eagles and the Eastern Panhandle in Sunday's North South All Star Game at George Washington High School. That will consist of a pro style workout at 10 a.m. and then uh, two seven inning games that begin at noon. He also announced yesterday that he is committed to continue his baseball career at Hagerstown Community College. So congrats to Braylon, as uh, good luck to him this weekend and then with post 14 over the summer. Uh, as he commits to Hagerstown Community College. We know from an article Rick Kozlowski posted of the journal with Jackson Ruest that Jackson Ruest, uh, you know, says his number one choice as of the writing of that article was to go to Hagerstown Community College where he'd be able to do a bit of everything, pitch, hit, and uh, play the field. Yeah, and two guys that are definitely, you know, deserving of that opportunity. Uh, Braylon Connor, one of the best players in the state, one of the best players around here as well when you look at his numbers just you know an unbelievable season and jackson with his abilities to do a lot of different things but i think in terms of the state tournament uh you know looking at this this team i mean they have the most wins in the state in triple a uh but we're given the three seed so it's a tough matchup here with university uh like i said yesterday though i think when you get to these final four teams you know whether you're the one or the four seed there's not too much of a difference especially this year where it seems pretty open you know, there's not that one team where you go down there and they have somebody like a that's gonna you know go D one and, and be this you know I mean Lane DeWater is obviously on Hedgesville but there's not like a ton of uh, you know big names or on one team or anything like that so I think it's a pretty balanced tournament um, you know if I were to rank the teams based on what I kind of gathered I'd probably say either Hedgesville or Cabell Midland should probably be the one and then uh, you know, university should be the three probably, and then I'd probably say so often should be the four, but, you know, it's pretty close. Um, so overall, we could just see all this matchup anyway, even if you wanted to, you know, flip these two teams. Uh, but I, I do think it could go either way. I think Cabell Midland's probably going to beat St. Albans, but, uh, you know, this Hedgesville University matchup is very intriguing. And St. Albans, though, has had some success and isn't too far uh, off from Cabell Midland, and I'm sure they're pretty familiar with each other being in the relatively the same area. So, uh, you know, it should be a good state tournament. I think Hedgesville, though, has that one-two punch of, you know, you throw Lane DeLauter here in game one, and when Lane's on, he's the best pitcher in the state, in my opinion. I mean, 13 strikeouts, you know, he had in his last outing, so he can rack them up with the best of them. Uh, and then you throw Jackson the next day, and Jackson's just so much different than Lane. It's tough for teams to adjust, even though it's a completely different opponent. But still, I mean, you get a lefty that controls the base running really well. I don't know if anybody else has that kind of pitching. I talked to Tyler already a little bit. He said University doesn't have a guy like Lane. They don't have that you know, strikeout pitcher. So the advantage there is for Hedges overall, uh, as long as they – you know, find ways to put up runs like they have been. I don't see any reason why this team can't go down there and win the state tournament. Right, you, you have a really good shot when you have DeLauder on the mound, and you got Ruest, like you said, and then Tanner Matthew is that third guy that you can throw out there in, you know, in relief in either game, you could say, and that's a really, you need pitching at this at this yeah. level. That's going to be more, impor- more important than, you know, you can get bats that get hot at the right time. But the pitching has got to be there. What's important to note is we know this from regionals, I believe. Was it regionals? 
with Jackson Ruiz can throw up to 30 pitches, and he's a guy that will throw up to 30 pitches and then start the next day. Yep. So if you desperately need him, I, my thought here is that you're, you know, you've seen other guys prove it. Maybe you're going to do that, but you're probably going to want your guys to throw up to 30 pitches because it's, you know, it's win or go home. It's literally two more games separate you from the state title. So, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw, for some reason, Lane DeLauter not being able to complete tomorrow's game. You see Jackson throw 15 to 25 you know, push it maybe to 30. It all depends on the score. It all depends on the situation. score and the situation in the game, but I wouldn't be surprised if those guys came in or if you you know, you know you put Tanner Matthews up to 30 knowing that he could come in for Rewest at some point. If you enter you know, the seventh inning up two, three runs, and yeah, uh, there's two outs and you get in a very similar situation, maybe you give Mason Elliott or Wolf an opportunity to come through for your team with you know the situation being in your favor. Uh, if it's you know a one run game and you get to the seventh and uh, you need three outs, then probably you go to a guy like Jackson or Tanner because they have been a little bit more reliable in those kind of situations. Uh, but I think you know Coach Grove going to those guys during the postseason and showing confidence in them might be enough to give them the confidence again in that similar situation. So we'll see uh, how he handles it. But yeah, I think you're right. I think if Jackson is needed. He could be used in both games. Um, but if he's not needed and you can feel like you're fine, either Lane goes the full way or the situation's so much in your favor that you could use a Elliott or a Wolf or any of their other guys in relief, then you probably go that route just because you don't want to risk Jackson then coming into the game exactly. struggling, yeah. getting close to 30, and then maybe his arm's a little bit tired the next day. I know he doesn't typically deal with that, but you never know what could happen, so... I think overall, you know, it really just, I mean, it all depends on the situation. Uh, but, you know, based on what we've seen recently, Lane DeLauder's going to go out there and go seven and, and really bring it. Um, and I think he's certainly capable of doing that. But University has some good bats in their lineup. So, you know, it should be a really good game. Uh, and I wish we could be down there. I think it would be fun to continue to cover these teams. But, unfortunately, that's not how it works out. Anything else, guys? Nope. All right, well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford and Martinsburg, they became number one by making you number one first. Go to ParsonsFord.com for more. On the side of this break, we'll talk some WVU baseball and football. Starting times get announced, or kickoff times for the fall, plus WVU baseball in regionals. And uh, interesting situation they find themselves in in Kentucky. We'll talk about that after this two-minute break. You're tuned in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Back in two minutes. With four new car dealerships and four used car dealerships in three states, Parsons is the largest used car and fastest growing new car dealer in the tri-state area. Take Parsons Ford with huge savings on hundreds of new Fords, financing from 0%, Parsons' goal of financing for all, and Parsons' famous above-market trade-in allowances that help make Parsons number one for used cars, too. See why so many won't buy anywhere but Parsons Ford in Martinsburg. We became number one by making you number one first. Parsons. Happiness, Rosie. Or's Farm Market. Strawberry season.
season is here at Orris Farm Market. Pick Your Own Strawberries will be starting around May 13th, and you can make a reservation to come and pick or buy some that are already picked. We're also offering a season pass this year, so get online at OrrisFarmMarket.com to see the details. Visit our bakery counter today to try our new homemade quiches, pepperoni rolls, and don't miss our two new flavors of homemade strawberry donuts. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram, and remember, Orris Farm Market, happiness grows here. If you or someone you know suffers from the disease of addiction, help is available from the Berkeley County Quick Response Team with peer recovery coaches and support promptly to the homes of those who've recently experienced an overdose. This collective effort towards recovery brings resources and services to the community, including naloxone and treatment options. Call 304-267-1313 or visit the Berkeley County Recovery Resource Center at 800 Emmett Rouse Drive, Martinsburg. The Berkeley County Quick Response Team is funded through a DHHR grant with the Berkeley Morgan County Health Department. Nats fans, the party is just getting started at Nats Park as the 2023 season is underway. Base it down the line, extra bases into the corner. Bring your natitude and cheer on Joey, CJ, Josiah, and all your favorite Nats players this spring. See you later. While you enjoy a beautiful day at the ballpark with cold drinks, great food, and unbelievable giveaways. Visit Nats.com slash tickets and join the fun. You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick, and Colin, and Dylan, happy to have you with us. I should know this. It's day three of this by now this week. But it's just... We'll get there. Yeah. It's ingrained in my head to do it a certain way. So it's always hard when you add a poor person to the mix and don't take away a person. Because usually Dylan comes on when, like, uh, Colin's not here. I feel like. Yeah, when somebody's not here. Yeah, when somebody's not here, Dylan is that switch-off guy, uh, the switch hitter. Sure, Or the pinch hitter. Utility. Utility player. Well, I said... Do it all. I don't know if I mentioned this, but I think if we needed a new nickname for Dylan, because, you know, Rob has his nicknames, and I gave him the... The love doctor. The love doctor, which, if you don't know, Dylan's a ladies' man. But... um, (laughs) We all can't Dylan, did you know this? He did have oh he did have a woman deliver him food to Shepherd Basketball. Yeah. I'm going to let others speak for me. But anyway, uh, I think Dylan's other nickname could have been the Sixth Man because he's like, you know, he he comes off the bench sometimes in relief, and you know we always need him to come in, and, and he's versatile. Yeah, I think it could be a good, could you stick. know, secondary. That could stick. That could stick. Good secondary Unlike your on. yeah, Mike Button won't stick. Don't do you like the sixth man? I don't mind it. And you're a substitute teacher. That was the other thing that I was connecting with. That's it. true. So That's I was like, point. he's a substitute teacher. He's the sixth man. He's the sub. Comes in and subs. Yeah. Well, not really. He's kind of the sub this week, but he's going to be more of an integral part of the system uh, this summer. I'm a jack of all trades, you know. Yeah. All right, let's talk. Uh, what do we want to talk first? WV regionals for baseball or WV football kickoff times? Football. Football. Oh, wait. WV football kickoff times have been announced. Colin, uh, you're the, the resident WVU fan in here. 
I'm excited for all of them, obviously. I mean, so is Dylan. But yeah, well, I'm excited for all of them because it's all night games. It's all, or not all, but uh, I believe three of them now, because Duquesne's going to be ESPN+. Plus. I didn't see if there was a TV uh, contract or broadcast announced for the Houston game or not, if you're FS1. looking FS1. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, three at, out of the four games that have been announced are nationally televised games, and all four are night games for WVU football, a team that not many people are looking at to be good, but they're getting national limelight, which means more people get to see them, which helps recruiting. And guess what? If they are surprisingly good, it's going to make it even more better when they're beating teams potentially like Penn State or Pitt or Houston at night on national TV. Yeah, I think, I mean, Penn State and Pitt would definitely help with your regional recruiting, and Houston's a team that's in your conference, so it could help because, you know, typically conference teams are fighting for the same recruits as well. Uh, So, you know, I I think it is a good opportunity for WVU, but with ESPN Plus, I mean, it seems like almost every game is nationally televised, or at least we're getting to that point where they're starting to, you know, have more games that are, you could consider to be nationally televised in college football. Yeah, I've got a question for you. Do you guys consider ESPN Plus nationally televised? No. I mean, it's available to everybody, but I don't know if it's necessary. I, I think I do. It's not television. It's streaming. It's different. It's digital. Yeah, streaming. Yeah, but that's where technically where things are going these days. Technically, WRNR TV on YouTube is globally televised. Globally televised. <laughs> globally <laughs> streamed. Yeah. I think there's still a difference well, between streaming YouTube and might not be available in some countries. I don't know. Broadcast no, television, cable, you know, linear television. Yeah, see, there you go. But you got Fox Sports One now. You have NBC for the Penn State game, and you'll have ABC. Does that mean for Pitt WVU? And does that mean since this it's ABC at seven thirty? All what I was signs just are pointing to game day being there. Not necessarily. Because you do see... What other games are that week? What other games are that week that has that big of a rivalry I don't know, but as what, WVU Pitt? This is not me hating on WVU. No, Just I, for I those know. WVU fans. We've seen it in college football before, especially like now that I'm more super tuned into like Pat McAfee and he has Kirk Herbstreet on all the time. Herbstreet will do college game day in the morning at a venue. And then get on a private jet and go call a game in some other place later on that day. So yeah, it, it, it is a possibility. That's that's all I'm saying. That doesn't necessarily mean that Herb Street's going to call the game. It just means that game day is there. There's two different things. Because sometimes they do game day when they don't have the rights to the game. That's true. Yep. They'll do it like at Notre Dame when Notre Dame's playing USC that's, or something. Or like but a, NBC has the rights. Yeah, SEC game. Yeah, or, no, or, or game almost too. RIP to that. Right. This yeah. final season coming up for SEC on CBS. Yeah, we'll miss. I'll, I'll miss that intro theme. It's the their regular intro miss theme. Miss Vern Lundquist anyway. Right? Look, it's their regular intro theme. Yeah, but shit's it, SEC. It hits is different, different on you know? CBS. I guess it does. But I'm saying, like when when Marshall's been on CBS Sports Network, it's that same intro. It music. just means more. I, I guess does, it does. Does Marshall and East Carolina on CBS Sports Network feel the same as Florida, dun, Alabama? Dun, 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 dun. That wasn't even it. Florida, All right. Tennessee. It was kind of close. You hit a few notes there. Virtuoso Spencer Dupuis. Colin, did you figure out what other games are going on? There's a lot, but there's none that really stand out to me that 
I mean, unless they go like Colorado, Colorado State, maybe. Oh, yeah. Penn State, Illinois, that, that's going to be the Big Ten or the Fox kickoff, whatever, because it's right. on Fox. Uh, Georgia, South Carolina, maybe. That's a CBS yeah. game, though, so I mm. doubt it. Alabama, South well, Florida is 330 on ABC. And South Carolina, I believe, ended up the year like ranked at the end because they beat so, Tennessee. That might be the game. I don't know. They still got Spencer Rattler. Tennessee, Florida would be the Colorado State, Colorado, TCU, Houston, but that's also a Fox game, so I don't see them doing that. I I think if Houston were better, primetime ABC, you're looking at that and you think game day's going. Yeah, I would tend to agree with what I'm seeing here. WVU's getting attention for some reason. Not sure why, but as a fan, obviously, I love it because it gives you more of an opportunity to go enjoy Morgantown before the game have fun, and then go to the game under the lights because who doesn't love football under the lights, right? I mean, noon's all right because you have dinner at home. That We, we hear Coach McCook say that with Shepard. But it seems like everybody, I think unanimously, is almost under the agreement that football is meant to be played under the lights. Shepard that day plays at Cal PA at noon. Game day right. might be there. <laughs> yeah, game day is going to be there. All right, let's Trust move me, on I've here. New Mexico State is playing New Mexico. Alright, we've got to keep things going here. It's also WV- the battle for New Mexico that day. New Mexico State, New Mexico. Okay. WVU baseball in action tomorrow huge. in the regionals, guys, and uh, an interesting situation down there at the Lexington Regional I don't know if you saw the strength and conditioning coach yesterday for WVU tweet. Kind of went viral of their living situation. Yeah, I think it's uh, honestly to me a literal overblown. And if there's a negative side to this, the only negativity I see, I guess, is for the coaches and their families because for the most part, the players are used to staying in dorms, and that's what the national attention kind of is on this region in lexington kentucky is they're not staying in hotels they have to stay in dorms because there's a country music festival also going on at the same time in lexington that has caused many hotels to be booked and the closest hotel was an hour away i will tell you that country music festival seems very good it's got tyler childers and zach bryan that's a quality country music festival. Okay, yeah, that's that's pretty good there. There's no you sellouts. There made it There's no sellouts out oh. there. Yeah, why didn't you go, Luke? Because uh, yeah. I'm semi-retired He's right too now. busy touring the United States in general. I got my mom world tour. Yeah, world but, tour. But, okay, but back to this, like, players are used to staying in dorms. So yeah. Uh, unless think, they're bad dorms without air conditioning. There was no AC is what I saw yesterday. So that, I guess, you could complain about, but it's a dorm. you got to realize that's going to happen. Bring a box fan or buy one. So maybe Shepard's They said fight. it would have AC, though, is the thing. I think the bigger Same. issue is that if this was college football playoff for the NCAA tournament and basketball, you know, they would make sure these athletes were staying in good hotels, right? And I think... Also, they said they were going to put Tempur-Pedic mattress toppers on there. They did not. Uh, no AC working in a lot of the rooms, according to reports. So I think when you're going to play for a national championship in a Division One college sport, you expect to be treated equally to the other Division One college sports. And we've seen this in the past with uh, how the women's tournament is compared to yeah. the men's tournament. 
So while we saw you the know, swag bags or whatever, I know it has to do with money, Dylan. But I'm just saying, the NCAA has plenty of money. No, now, sorry, I just had something on my finger. <laughs> now the situation here, I mean, you know, it is kind of a weird situation. They scheduled obviously this thing, not not necessarily knowing that it would impact things. Did they know Kentucky was going to host? No, no. Right, this so. is all decided. Like, but one of the things that everybody's uh, like all up in arms about, which I think is legit, is. You have to have like certain regulations for you to host things, and everybody's mad that it's this. It's because they're in the SEC, because you're supposed to have these hotels ready and available, and they don't. So that's what people are really mad about as part of the regulations. So I, I guess a way they, to fix this they told, problem. They told Campbell University mm-hmm. that they couldn't host because they didn't have enough hotels in the area. So a way to fix this problem is. Schedule who's hosting. Schedule events. who's hosting. I think we make just it permanent. Facebook potentially, yeah. Just like you do yeah, for the big dance in NCAA basketball. All right, you now have your region selected. It's a team, or it's a sixty-four bracket in a way. So have it set up like that. We could debate this all day, but we've got to get Tyler Kennedy, a friend of the show, on the line after this two-minute break. I have until twelve forty-five. But yes, no, I have confirmed. But also the internet just went out, so... Phone line's down. Phone lines are down now. Maybe. We'll, we'll check this out. We'll step aside for a two-minute break. And uh, segment sponsored in part by our senior's home store, not just an appliance store any longer, cabinets and designer bedding. Outdoor living is family-owned and operated. And you can buy your Traeger grills at Orsini's at Orsini's.com or at 360 Hack Wilson Way. Colin, I can hear your mic calling. That'll do it for this segment of the Sports Mix back in two minutes. Where does flavor come from? Well, um, when people love food, they cook it on a Traeger grill. Meat, corn, even pie. (laughs) And then the Traeger does the rest, which brings everyone to celebrate this beautiful thing that they've created. Because when you share delicious food with your friends, that's the flavor of life. Shop now and save at Orsini's today. Whether it's a strain, sprain, or fracture, WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine in Charlestown and Spring Mills now offer same-day appointments. No referral is needed unless required by your insurance carrier. WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine offers the exceptional care you expect for the injuries you don't. For same-day appointments at WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, call 304-725-BONE. Ever try to collect on an insurance claim? Perhaps a homeowner's claim, auto accident, or fire. Insurance companies collect money from you for protection should something bad happen. And when it does, they don't want to pay or they offer too little. At Mansion Ferretti, we have an attorney who worked defending insurance companies and knows all the dirty tricks they play to deny or lowball your claim. Call us today for help in getting what you really deserve. Mansion Ferretti. When you need justice. 
the Palace Lounge in Martinsburg is the place to be. Join us every night to relax and enjoy football or basketball games featuring either the Martinsburg Bulldogs, Shepherd University Rams, or West Virginia Mountaineers. We will have steak night every Wednesday, trip nights every Thursday, and now taco and margarita nights every Tuesday. You can find us on Facebook or call 304-267-7520. The Palace Lounge is located at 1350 Edwin Miller Boulevard in Martinsburg. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740, and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Once again, if you tuned over to 106.5 FM and the AM 740, thank you. Because unfortunately, our services went out once again, but I do believe we are over the air on the radio. Haven't been told otherwise. At least that's what I think. I don't know. Or we might just be doing our show to ourselves at this point. Who knows? But let's continue talking NBA Finals here as uh, no phone service. We can't get our buddy Tyler Kennett on. Hopefully by 1245 we can, but who knows. Uh, let's talk NBA Finals, guys. It begins tonight, 830 on ABC. ABC. Wasn't sure if it was TNT or ABC. ABC uh, ESPN has the rights to the finals exclusively. Ah, and you know what? TNT this year has the rights to it. the NHL, to the Stanley Cup Finals. There you go. That's what I think they're going to switch every year now that they're on the same uh, thing. But also, shout out John Allerton. We are on radio. So thanks for Good. letting us know, John. Thanks, John. Uh, but the NBA Finals begin tonight, 8.30 on ABC. The Heat against the Nuggets. The Nuggets a long break here. Ten days, I believe. Something, Yeah, at least close That's to What that. I heard, I think this morning was ten days. Uh, and the Heat only have three days. Yeah. So it'll be. How does that affect? What do you guys think? So it's I don't think it's too much of a effect, really. I mean, three days is still pretty good amount of time to have off. Uh, it could affect the Heat slightly, but this guy, I guess, would be coming back either, you know, it wouldn't really make a difference because he wasn't playing in the finals in terms of Tyler Hero potentially coming back for this game. I don't know if he's going to play tonight, but I know. I think they're targeting game three for him. Okay. Yeah, so it wouldn't really make a difference there anyway. But, I mean... Sometimes you come out flat if you have a long time off. So I think three days is kind of about where you'd want to be, maybe three to five. Um, you know, ten days is kind of a long time without going out there. But overall, I mean, it's the NBA Finals. So, you know, typically what you see is uh, more of a defensive game. You know, teams kind of struggle, especially either in game one and like late in the finals like once they kind of get settled in in those middle games you'll see more your nba type action but i think game one you you see a lower scoring probably a poor shooting game anyway is is how it typically i feel like goes down because of it the pressure being on and then we know game sevens are not usually high scoring either so uh overall um you know it should be uh i think a good finals you know i mean the fact that the Heat are an eight seed is irrelevant at this point. Yeah, as they've already you know beaten the Bucks, they've beaten the Knicks, and they've beaten the Celtics. So they've proven to go through a pretty tough road 
And, I mean, Denver was not expected to be here despite being the number one seed in their conference. And uh, they've definitely gone on, you know, a good stretch here, uh, beating some quality teams like Phoenix and uh, the Lakers led by LeBron and AD. Um, So both teams are playing great basketball right now. You could uh, really make an argument for either one. It just seems like the Nuggets have the better team, obviously, on paper, but the games in the regular season were close. Uh, I think it should be a pretty competitive series. I'm leaning toward the Denver in six. I'm thinking Heat in seven. I think Denver's going to win tonight. I don't have – I think it could potentially be five, but I'll go Denver in six as well, but – Tonight I wouldn't be surprised because of 10 days of rest that they come out flat, but I don't expect it to be for too long because of how talented their roster is and having the Joker on the team, a guy that a lot of people think should have been uh, MVP again this year for the third straight season. And the fact that it's the first game that they get to host an NBA final. So this crowd in Denver is going to be absolutely insane so I don't think even if they do come out flat that it'll be for too long because the crowd will be behind them and the Stars, unlike Boston, will come out with the crowd behind them and make it a fun one. I agree with Nick that it might be a low-scoring, poor-shooting night because both teams are trying to fill each other out, but I think this is going to be a very good series, even though it might not be the market series that the NBA so-called so forth wanted. I think... The talent on both of these rosters were in for a good one. So the rest versus rust thing is very interesting. It's always been interesting to me. I've never really seen a bunch of statistics on how it actually works out in the end. But until recently, listen to what I think the latest edition of the Low Post ESPN's uh, basketball podcast with with Zach Lowe. He had Tim Bontemps on, and Tim Bontemps shared a statistic that teams in the NBA Finals that have five days more rest than their opponent coming into it in game one are 10 and six in that game one but then when you factor in which team has home court advantage the team with home court advantage in game one and five days more rest are eight and one in game one and eight and one in series overall so to that, take Denver. That bodes well for Denver tonight and for overall in the series. I am my gut says Denver in five. It's kind of similar to how the Heat were in that series against the Lakers and the bubble, where they kind of you know, they pounded their way through the Eastern Conference playoffs with some upsets, including over the Bucks. They made their way through to the finals, but then they got to the finals and it was like, oh, this team from the West is just better than them. Got a game on them, but that was it. That's kind of how I see it planning out. I don't think it's a good defensive matchup for the Heat overall. I think they're going to be able to, and especially if Tyler Hero comes back, that's another weak defender that the Nuggets can attack with Jamal Murray, and they don't really have a great matchup for Jokic. Bam is a good defender, but it's not really a rim protection. That's his thing. He, he's more of the guy that can like switch around to other defenders. I, I just don't think they're going to really have a guy that can defend Jamal Murray. And if he's played like he has for the rest of this playoffs, it's it's going to be tough. I mean, it's, Butler could, but the fact could. is, is that Butler's going to be you know such a big contributor offensively. But yeah. you're, they don't really have that you know three and D, I'm on Shumpert type player. I mean, if they had Victor Oladipo, mm-hmm. maybe he could help, but he's hurt as well. So 
uh, you know, they're definitely outmatched, it looks like, at the at the guard position when it comes to the fact that Murray is you know, such a dynamic player and is playing great basketball. Um, and I think, you know, Jokic has been the best player in the postseason. Denver's also undefeated at home in the postseason, so, uh, you know, it's hard to pick against them specifically tonight. Um, but, you know, the Heat have overcome the odds all season – Uh, in this postseason especially so you never know sometimes the matchups aren't great but the team still finds a way to win I mean the matchups weren't great against the Boston Celtics yeah if the Heat can get this combination of Caleb Martin the way that he's recently played and Jimmy Butler how he played in the first two rounds and I think it gets more interesting I think it'll still be tough for them but I don't know. I think that's going to be hard to replicate for so many games. They just they don't have just really enough juice on offense. Even if Tyler Hero comes back, that kind of, you know, you get the more juice on offense, but the, even he's kind of inconsistent. But then right. the defensive hit you take, you need a lot of Duncan Robinson and Max Struess and Gabe Vincent having hot nights, uh, especially since the Nuggets can put up so many points. I mean, with, And Jokic just, just doesn't have bad games in like the playoffs. LeBron and AD are better than Jimmy Butler and Caleb Martin. And they couldn't get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Jokic. Durant and Devin Booker are better offensively than Butler and Caleb Martin or Bam Adebayo. So, like, even with other good star players on these other teams, the Nuggets have pretty much have no issues in this postseason. Could you so see why a sweep? Would happen here tonight? I, I don't I think it's a sweep. It's the finals. Uh, the Heat have at least the advantage of being in the finals before, even though it was the COVID finals. Uh, with this group, so that doesn't count. It was Ryan Sickle went out on a limb and said that I know, he's not sure if the Heat win a game at all. So, see, yeah, COVID finals don't count. I just don't think Jimmy Butler is going to get. Swept. I mean, can we go the same route teams. that we just talked about in the Eastern Conference Finals? Could it come down to coaching? I mean, both coaches are really good. Mike yeah. Malone's yeah. a really good coach. He's been around for eight years. I saw an interesting point. You know, these coaches get fired all the time because they don't win championships and we're giving up on these guys. But nobody gave up on Mike Malone. Yeah. Nobody gave up on Eric Spolstra. I mean, to be fair, you know, in his third year in the league, they got the big three and they were kind of rolling. But maybe stick around with these coaches a little bit more in the NBA and you'll have mm-hmm. more consistent success. Like, I don't think the Ra- I don't think Nick Nurse was the problem with the Raptors. Now the 76ers are going to give him a try. I'm not sure, you know, of all the years to fire Budenholzer, I don't know if this was the year to do it. Yep. Monty Williams in, in Phoenix, I'm not, I wasn't completely sure, you know, that that was a great move. But Well, the Pistons, they've made the hire of hiring Monty Williams. Yeah, so big contract. What do, we, what do we think about that hiring? I think that's a good move. You think that's them. a franchise or, organization changing, changing hire? Potentially. They have a good group there. You know, they had the worst record in the league this year, but it was because Cade Cunningham missed pretty much the entire yeah. year. I like Jaden mm-hmm. Ivey over there. James Wiseman looked better once they traded for him. Uh, they, they ended up trading Sadiq Bey, but... It's going to take a while. Yeah, they, I mean, they still they have the fifth pick in this draft. They didn't, you know, it did, the lottery didn't shake out for them, but you can still get a good player at the fifth pick like they did with Ivy last year. So... I Be mean, a 10 seed next year? I think they could make the play in Maybe. next year. Sure, Monty Williams and a healthy Cade Cunningham, some new players. They got cap space. They, they could, they could really, throw, put themselves together. But really, run in Phoenix, I mean, Monty Williams was kind of just an average coach, I felt like. At least from the perspective of him, uh, it has really changed since he you know went to the Suns and had the success there. So, you know, coaching needs good, talented players at the end of the day as well. So, you know, it's 
it's tough. I mean, I think for this finals matchup, Spolstra's been in the finals, if that gives him any edge over Malone. But yeah. uh, he's probably the better coach overall, but Malone's a good coach too. So I don't think it's as drastic as what we were seeing in the Eastern Conference Finals where you had a first-year head coach in Joe Mazzola that also wasn't really supposed to be the first-year head coach going up against Spolstra, who's a Hall of Fame head coach. Right, that was probably a, a case of the Celtics had the better roster, they had the best player, but Miami definitely had the best coach by a mile. And I don't think you can quite say that about the Nuggets and the Heat, where I think the coaching difference is you might say Spolstra is the best coach in the league. You could probably argue that. And, but Mike Malone's probably in the top five. If not, sure. the top, if not then he's in the top ten. And then and you If he wins a championship this year, he's the second or third best coach in the league all of a sudden right and then after that you have to take into consideration to me it's the nuggets have the best player in the series maybe the best player in the league probably the best player in the league and then they have a much better supporting cast around they have the the better second guy when it comes to just overall contributions you could argue him versus bam but then the rest of it is a better supporting cast with Aaron Gordon and Michael Porter Jr. and Bruce Brown and Contavious Caldwell Pope. Those are the underrated parts of this team. That's gonna that's gonna be the big reason why the Nuggets have been so unbeatable is because KCP and Bruce Brown have been shooting lights out in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna come down to these role players ultimately. I think, uh, you know, you're gonna look at Caleb Martin if he keeps putting up 20 a game, then all of a sudden they have a guy they can match with Jamal Murray and. Uh, you know, Bam's going to bring it, obviously, defensively and with his rebounding and intensity. And then uh, guys like Max Strauss and Gabe Vincent, if they continue to play Duncan above, Robinson too. Yeah, above the level that you think of them on paper, because really the, the level of play has been similar to what the Nuggets role players are. I just think we look at the Nuggets role players and say, well, these guys are probably better overall players. But in the postseason, they're pretty equal. I think the difference might be that Struess and Vincent are kind of scoring options three and four for the Heat, yeah. whereas Bruce Brown and KCP are options five yeah. and six because they still have Aaron Gordon and and, uh, and Michael they're more Porter versatile. Jr. They're more athletic. They're wing guys opposed to guards. I think that helps with the Nuggets too. They have more size than the Heat. Mm-hmm. in terms of guys you can rely on. So. And just got to keep going back to the center who averages a 30-point triple-double in the playoffs pretty much on like very efficient shooting, including from three. It's just like, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do with that? It's hard to, be, it's hard to you stop. You can't guard him. I mean, AD couldn't guard him. I don't think Bam's going to be able to uh, by himself. Yeah. So Yeah, it's like if you want to do the move where Bam is off ball, not guarding Jokic, and you have someone else on him, your option is Kevin Love. It's not probably not going to work out very Kevin well. Love. No, Kevin Love's never crazy. really so, Kevin so, Love. So, so, it's Silver Fox Kevin Love. What Shout out to him though, because each time he's made the playoffs, he's won the East. He's made it to the finals in the East. Yeah, I don't think he ever made it in Minnesota though. They might. Did not he have. ever make the playoffs? I don't think. He I don't think it. so. No, they had a big drought. There you go. All right, well, that will do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. We have the Wi-Fi back. I don't think we have the phone back. But we come back, we'll wrap things up. Maybe magical. Something magical will happen over the break, and we'll have Tyler Kennett, friend of the show, to talk to University Hawks as they prepare to take on the Hedgesville Eagles tomorrow. But if not, we'll be back in two minutes to wrap things up, talk Nats and O's as we will wrap things up next. You're tuned in to Sportsmix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10.
This is Eric at Hagerstown Ford. Over the last decade, the way we buy things have evolved. Now, you get on your phone, click Want It, and it shows up at your front door. At Hagerstown Ford, it is that convenient. We've changed the car buying experience on the I-81 corridor forever. And with a return policy better than Walmart, there's absolutely no reason to buy a newer used car, truck, or SUV anywhere else. Just like Amazon, Hagerstown Ford will deliver the vehicle to you, where you are. And on your time. And if you don't want it, return it. No questions asked. Why waste your time at a car dealership playing the dumb back and forth games? Besides, we hate it more than you do. No dealership from Winchester, Virginia to Washington, D.C. will beat our price. No dealership from Chambersburg, Pennsylvania to Baltimore, Maryland will beat our price. And no other dealership will allow you to return it if you don't want it. Hagerstown Ford absolutely provides the best experience at the best price. Visit HagerstownFord.com to schedule your VIP experience. Click on the vehicle you want and get your new ride delivered to you at no risk. See dealer for details. At the Berkeley County Health Department, our motto is prevent, promote, protect. Since 1935, our mission has been to provide clinical and environmental services to protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Locust Hill Golf Course invites you to historic Charlestown, West Virginia for 18 holes of phenomenal golf. We're just an hour drive from the Baltimore, D.C. Beltway, one half hour from Winchester and Leesburg, Virginia, as well as Hagerstown and Frederick, Maryland. Each tee offers challenges across the 35 acres of lakes, ponds, and streams, which come into play on 11 holes. The Blue Ridge Mountains also provide a breathtaking backdrop to Locust Hill. Schedule your tee time today at www.locusthillgolfcourse.com or call 304-728-7300. That's 304-728-7300. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740 and TV 10. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Brought to you in part by the Marius Group and Ameriprise Financial Advisors, John Everson and Phil McCoy. Stop by 1271 Chester Avenue or call them at 304-263-4343. Spencer, Nick, Colin, and Dylan, happy to have you with us as the Wi-Fi and the phone lines are back. We're now going to welcome friend of the show, former WDTV sports anchor, and now sports writer for the Exponent Telegram out of Clarksburg, Tyler Kennett. Hey, Tyler, how's uh, how's the new job treating you? Hey, it's like day three or four. I, I don't know. I, I'm loving it. Uh, back in newspapers, what I did a lot of in college, so I, uh, I've enjoyed it. Little change of pace here, but you're still up in that north central West Virginia area, and a team you've covered all year long, the University Hawks. They're making it to the state semifinals. They'll take on a team that we're familiar with in the Hedgesville Eagles. How much have you seen of these University Hawks this year? And you know, it's a team that wasn't necessarily expected to make the state uh, champ or state tournament after Bridgeport has made it for so long. What's uh, what's kind of been the mentality of this University Hawks team all season long? Yeah, University has been one of those teams where it started out as the team you cover because they're playing the team you expect to win in a way. Because, you know, everybody thinks that Bridgeport's going to do it every year type of thing. Uh, they actually started out kind of below 500 and then turned it around, won the section against Bridgeport, and then won the region against Morgantown. So they've been on a bit of a streak, a lot of elimination games and stuff. I've kind of watched them run it through, uh, especially in the postseason, about every game. 
Hedgesville, in a lot of ways, I think is similar to university in the fact that people probably didn't expect them to be in this spot uh, due to the fact that Jefferson and Martinsburg have kind of dominated this region. But uh, Hedgesville is there. Uh, who have been some guys, though, that have stood out to you on this uh, university team? And how do you think they kind of match up with the Eagles? Yeah, I mean, that, that's the thing for university. It's the first time in 19 years that they've been to the state tournament. So it's uh, been a while uh, for sure. I, I think the guy that stuck out for, for most anybody that keeps up with the state has been Noah Bram. I mean, he's mostly known for football. He's going to WU for football, but he's quietly been one of the best hitters in the state, if not the best, I would say. You know, him and then you've got uh, guys on the mound that, are, that have been doing well. As well, he plays uh, – in the infield a little bit, he's always a reliable hit. But really, it's kind of all been around that like top half of the order. Uh, about every single one of those guys are, are really doing damage in the bats. Tyler, you, you mentioned that this team kind of started 500 or below and then really got their things together later on in the season. Uh, from the outside perspective that you have, I guess, what changed for them to – become so hot right now do we just it just went out do we lose oh ah. we lost tyler dang it we were so close uh but you know looking at this university hawks team you know a guy that it's kind of hard we were talking about this off air who's their ace and we don't really have that necessarily but uh, you know, you look at you look at kind of their stats. Cody Thomas, he's got a one point five seven ERA, best ERA on the team. Uh, Harmon seems to be the leader in K's. He's got fifty. But then you got uh, Vance, who has a three point five eight ERA. He's three and zero on the season. But I think Harmon might be their ace, or uh, you know, don't have all these totals necessarily correct because it is you know an unofficial stats. That would have that been my question to Tyler. How, what do we? Expect yeah, from the that was my that was my rotation. next question to him yeah. was who's their ace on the mound? But unfortunately, we lost Tyler here. As once again, our internet goes out. Apologies as our as they're trying to make upgrades to our service. I guess I can turn that now now because we lost him there. Uh, but uh, it's going to be an interesting matchup tomorrow, guys. It is. It's going to be a fight. I expect it to be a. Duel. I mean, low scoring probably. Sometimes you know, because of all the nerves and everything with it being the state tournament, see a few errors and because of that, see a little bit more runs. But I think these two teams, and even though we didn't get to hear who the ace is, you, you were just talking a little bit about their stats. It should be a low-scoring game in my mind, and we know Lane DeWater can bring it, and he's going to get to a few times go up against one of the best hitters, if not the best hitter, it seems like, in the state. And I mean, Noah. he's hitting, I think, 530 yeah. is what so, I saw. The do, real do question you, is, is he going to walk on to WVU baseball? <laughs> Who knows? He could we'll he see. I, mean, I heard from Tyler, he too, that to. he got the, the Barry Bonds treatment. In, uh, the, that, that was the about regionals. to be something that I asked was they walked him do you walk him either to tie the game or make it a one-run game at the bases loaded they walked him that i don't think you do be interesting to see with lane does lane walk him or does lane no. battle him it depends on the Lane's situation back down but but it, i don't think again, you would yeah. ever you know i mean lane's a d1 pitcher yeah and they go at him he's gonna go at everybody i would expect clash of the titans I'm excited for it, though. I think it should be a good matchup. University might be a little bit more top-heavy in their lineup, it sounded like, talking to Tyler. I think Hedgesville might have a little bit more depth, which could help them. 
uh, pull off this win as we know they have guys they can rely on on their bench as well. So it, it, I'm leaning toward the Eagles to come out and win this thing, but it's definitely not going to be easy. I mean, there's a lot of good teams and a lot of good players down there. Yeah, a lot of good players. That will be tomorrow, sometime during the show. But before we end the show here, not salvage the series. They win the they win a game 10-6 over the Dodgers. Cabert Ruiz has two home runs. Five total home runs for the Nats. They'll have an off day today before they welcome in the Phillies for a three-game weekend set. Uh, thanks again for Tyler for hopping on. And again, apologies for our Wi-Fi slash telephone issue that we had. Hopefully it'll be fixed tomorrow. We'll have a couple guests, a few guests on the show, but that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. For Dylan Bishop, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Rizzolini, I'm Spencer Priest saying so long. We'll talk to you tomorrow. The Martinsburg Bulldogs play here only on Talk Radio WRNR. Martinsburg.